So the first thing that we need to understand is eternal life. So what is eternal life? Okay, eternal life is firstly we it's it's not what we are thinking. You know, it's like the human mind gives us a very two-dimensional, very lateral understanding of what eternal life is, and we think, oh, eternal life. Okay, fine, it's long life. <clears throat> yes, it is long life, no doubt. But that's not the context that heaven understands eternal life from. Okay. Heaven does not know what long life is because in heaven nothing dies. So to say long life, it makes no sense. Only in the earth, where we are looking at when we are observing death and we are seeing, you know, decay and sickness and all. Over here, we are thinking long life. Why? Because everybody's life is short. But the reason why God wants us to live from eternity is so that we don't think of death, we don't think of decay, we don't think of a short life. We think of a life that has quality in it. It's not talking about the length of life anymore. It's talking about the quality of life now. So John chapter 17 and verse 3. See what it says. This is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Okay. Eternal life is about a relationship with the Father. That word that they may know you, the only true God, is the Greek word ginosko, which actually means getting an experiential relationship, an experiential knowledge of God our Father. In, in various scriptures of the Bible, the same word ginosko is used in, uh, it has a sexual connotation to it. Uh, uh, Joseph knew his wife, Mary, and she conceived. So it has that intimacy aspect involved. So when it talks about he knows someone, he's talking, uh, the, the Bible is talking about uh, an experiential knowledge. In the same way, there was this, uh, the widow, with the issue of blood, she touched the hem of Jesus' garments, and the moment she touched, she experienced her healing. The Bible says ginosko. In other words, she felt she got, got an experience of that healing and she knew she was healed. In the same way, Jesus also ginosko. She, he knew that power had left and he had experienced that healing power leave him to heal that lady with the issue of blood. So when we're talking about uh, an experiential knowledge, we're talking about an, a knowledge and an intimacy with God that is so experiential, experiential and so alive, so real that it's not conceptual anymore. We are not thinking, oh, I'm talking to someone. I hope he's there. Uh, I hope, uh, you know, it's like he can hear me. I hope he answers my prayers. All those uh, kind of thought, uh, all that, that, that kind of a mindset does not speak of relationship. That speaks of, it's like, it's, it's a one-sided relationship. It's more like a long-distance relationship. How many of you really enjoy that kind of a relationship? God does not enjoy that kind of a relationship. He, he wants us to be close to him. He wants to be close to us. Okay. See what John chapter 5 and verse 26 says. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself. The thing is, the, the beauty of this is that we are already in this thing called eternal life. Why is that? Because the moment we receive Jesus as the Lord and Savior, we receive the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is life, right? He who believes me has, John chapter 6, okay? He who believes me has eternal life. He's not going to have eternal life, has eternal life. In other words, it's a present reality. Jesus came and he died. And when he died, he killed off that entire Adamic lineage that was born in death. So when he died, the last of Adam's race, the race that was susceptible and prone to death, died with him at the cross. So nothing is left of the old man. Nothing is left of Adam. Now the thing is this, we are always thinking in our mind, you know, it's like, how come I don't see any change? 
how come it's you know it's like uh, i'm still going through the trouble that i'm going through probably a sickness probably you know some sort of a, um uh, something at work or whatever it is why am i going through all this if jesus died on the cross how come it's like if he died then everything should have just changed well the thing is this see adam when he was when he when god made adam and eve in the garden adam was supposed to be the ruler of all creation and have dominion he was supposed to take dominion in other words he was supposed to live out his life as a governor and grow in that st- in that state of existence where he would learn to govern creation the only way he was going to learn to govern creation was to be one with creation like so in the last webinar we were talking about how uh how we are, uh, we come to oneness with creation we come to oneness with our father and we govern creation through that oneness it's not about being here and then you tell creation what to do it's about drawing the potential out of creation by oneness with it that's how the father works with us right the son sees the father and he does likewise so when the father and us are one first corinthians 6 and verse 17 it says he who is joined unto the lord is one spirit so what basically takes place is that when the father comes into oneness with us we become one with him we start thinking like him we start experiencing him we start feeling like him and we start becoming him to creation now how can you and i be in the father by oneness with his spirit and not be in life right by virtue of the holy spirit being one with us we are in life already we are born of water and we are born of spirit the spirit is life the flesh can benefit us in no way the bible says right john chapter 6 so god wants us to know that we are in oneness with him and that our life is supposed to be more about the awareness of who we are the awareness of who he is so that we can start becoming him now what we generally look at we see a we see a body we see the circumstances around us we see our work our job our home our families whatever we are going through and we basically judge ourselves on the basis of our our life right our physical life it's actually supposed to be the other way around right like we discussed last time the reason why god had fellowship with adam and eve in the garden is because through that relationship their life on earth their physical life was supposed to be a manifestation of that relationship right that's exactly where we are today exactly in and a much better place we are in that place where god in oneness with us is living through us yeah that's how jesus lived that's what he said if you've seen me you've seen the father The, he is the first born among many brethren we are the brethren we are exactly as he is right we discussed this last time anyways so the more we are aware of it the more it manifests in us we have not been blocked out of the spiritual realm anymore initially we were kind of like we didn't know our conscience blocked us out like for example when we see most most of christianity today right me myself I was blocked out of the heavenly realms. How was I blocked out? Not because God blocked me out, but because in my own conscience I was I'm talking about the heavenly realms and the spiritual realms, okay? I'm not talking about access to the tree of life because that when God blocked access to the tree of life, he uh, uh, it was for a reason that man should not live in immortality in a state of in the fallen state. That's why he uh, kind of like, you know, had the two cherubim or another two cherubim, but the cherubim blocked the way to the tree of life. But the reason why we have Uh, uh the reason why i could not access the heavenly realms or the spiritual realm because in my mind i had created a block that said it is not possible and majority of christianity has that today the moment you and i open our minds the holy spirit gets an opening to actually draw us in into in through relationship and we get a chance to start experiencing the spiritual realm. now at, at this point i just want to say there is no one 
on the face of the earth believer unbeliever doesn't matter there's no one on the face of the earth who has not experienced the spiritual realm there is no one on the face of the earth who has not experienced the heavenly realm every single person has experienced the heavenly realm it's just that we weren't aware of it we didn't know it was the heavenly realms but the moment we get uh, come in, uh, to awareness of it we get to see it we get to consciously experience it the heavenly realms is all is is everywhere we are in in fact our spirit is already transcending every dimension of the heavenly realm because our spirit is a dimension in itself most people today are accessing in the name of tarot readers and you know it's like uh, people who do séances and all that they are very much in touch with the spiritual realm this has been going on right from the uh, right from adam so it's not like we were kind of blocked out it's just that now our access is where jesus is okay before jesus man had no access into the highest highest heavens the right hand of the father jesus said i have come from the father and i go back to my father now the best part is if jesus has come from the father and he's gone back to the father then that means we are also at the right hand of the father which it says in ephesians chapter 2 we are at the right hand of the father in the highest heaven there's no higher place than there's no better place than that but from where we are because our spirits are transcending every dimension we have access to everything within our father because everything is nestled in the fabric of who he is and i again we are we are talking about how you know it's like a, a length of time eternal eternal life is like a length of time it's pointless because it's like eternity we'll be spending our lives knowing who he is this physical life we have come to believe somehow that this physical life is going to kind of like uh, pass away and then we'll all get into the heavens and then we'll start living a spiritual life the new jerusalem this that and the other and all this physical world is going nowhere okay god did not start something for it to end someday there's no end to something that god starts but what god is going to do is go he's going to bring everything back full circle and restore everything back to the original design and his original intention so before man before he created man on this earth on this in this on this earth that already existed before everything was created we read in genesis 1 there was something that happened before that we know there was a world in fact uh, i had a chance to actually go and see get a glimpse of what was there uh, a reality that existed but the thing is god is god desires the reason why jesus came is so that to restore man back to the place where man was supposed to govern creation now if everything is going to go there's no creation to govern so that is not god's design god does not change his mind about anything what he is doing is bringing us back to that place where we start governing as sons and now we start governing as sons and uh, our our rulership and our authority and our dominion will be from a place of being at the right hand of our father in heaven now this is a much better place than adam was and from that place we get to explore everything within the heart of god 